When on the hunt for a new apartment, we obviously all have things that are kind of non-negotiables for us. I would say for me, top of that list is probably natural light. Just because I know myself, I know I'm more productive throughout the day. I'm honestly just happier throughout the day when I'm getting a lot of natural light. And it's important to know what you want and then really to be able to get that. You know, this is your space that you're living in. So apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. So first of all, they have 3D virtual tours. So when you can't be there in person, you can take a tour of your possible future home, which is huge because it's one thing for someone to send you photos or to tell you about it, but really to be able to do kind of a virtual walkthrough to me is huge. Also, apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet, and they have amenity filters, so you can make sure your possible future home has all the amenities you need, whether that's in-unit washer-dryer, air conditioning, dishwasher, balcony. For me, in my next place, in-unit washer-dryer is like hands down, very, very high. So visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. So this week we gave an update on the college admission scandal, talked about Justin Bieber's recent Instagram antics, paid a tribute to Old Town Road, touched on the goddess that is JLo, and so much more. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And there is a lot to get into. I'm like very excited for this episode. Hey, you? you're going to have to read so much this episode. <laughs> so much. Um, okay, first things first, just a couple housekeeping notes. Number one, yesterday we were so excited that Justin Sylvester was coming on the podcast on Thursday. We we're going to do a whole bonus episode about the like Hollywood's romances. Last night, last minute, he had a total change in travel plans. Um, so that is going to be postponed. We're not sure when he's coming back. We're like mildly distraught, but also we know he's coming back, so it'll be fine. But I promise we're going to do that with him. We're going to we're gonna wait to do that bonus episode because we want to do it with him. Don't you think that's the right call? Oh my God, 100%. It'll be so much more fun with him. Like we could do it ourselves and it would be fun, but I think it'll be so much more fun with him. Also, just one other thing. Yesterday, we got the nicest DM we've ever received from this girl and I accidentally declined it before I could even finish reading it. So if that was you, please resend it so that I can respond to you. It was like saying that she doesn't listen to any sort of reality TV, doesn't care about any of that stuff, but she listens to the podcast and it keeps her informed. And it was so nice. And I want to respond. And I was like, wasn't I so upset? Okay, you were distraught. I was distraught. Talk about distraught. I was distraught. So please resend that because I so appreciated it. Okay, guys, <laughs> we have a lot. We're going to start with um, the college scandal because there's a big update that we want to get into. You ready? Yeah. Born ready. (laughs) So Felicity Huffman has pleaded guilty. I'm going to read her statement because I think that it's worth reading. um, And then we'll get into some of the details. So she writes, I'm pleading guilty to the charge brought against me by the United States Attorney's Office. I'm in full acceptance of my guilt and with deep regret and shame over what I've done, I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from those actions. She also wrote, I'm ashamed of the pain I've caused my daughter, my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the educational community. I want to apologize to them, and especially, I want to apologize to the students who work hard every day to get into college, and to their parents who make tremendous sacrifices to support their children and do so honestly. My daughter knew absolutely nothing about my actions, and in my misguided and profoundly wrong way, I have betrayed her. This transgression toward her and the public I will carry for the rest of my life. My desire to help my daughter is no excuse to break the law or engage in dishonesty. And she's one of 14 defendants who opted to plead guilty. Again, we have no update on Lori Laughlin unless it's happening right now. Yeah, we don't know about that. And also we don't, I like don't know what um, Felicity's sentence is going to be. No, we have no idea. Yeah. It'll For, be really interesting to see. That, that was the question though that we all wanted to know. Like, did the daughter know? Yeah. I, I, I always assumed her daughter didn't know. And I guess we'll never really know for sure. Like she could say she didn't. She totally could have. Um, but this one seemed a lot more likely that she didn't know because 
the SAT scores, I think, were changed after they had somebody take the SATs without her knowing. I'm not 100% sure on the details. When it was Olivia, like with Lori, like there was no way she didn't know because like the curl crew thing. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that she's going to, like, how do you think Lori's statement is going to differ from this? Um, Like, I I think she's going to be able to say, like, don't blame my daughter on this. Like, this was my idea and my daughter was along, like, because I told her to. Do you think that because Lori's daughter is so much more of a public figure than Felicity's that there's going to be, like, do you think Olivia's then going to have to release a whole statement versus where Felicity's may not feel the, like, pressure to do so? A hundred percent. I don't think Felicity Hoffman's um, daughter will release a statement, but I think Olivia Jade has to because she, Olivia Jade has her own fan base. It's not even like Olivia Jade's just like a known person. It's like she has a fan base that she like kind of, in my opinion, owes an explanation to. Yeah, this is wild. I, I think that pre- pleading guilty was totally the right call, and I actually think that her statement was very like, we always say this. It's like, okay, if people are going to apologize, are you going to rip their statements to shreds? Like I actually think for a statement that this was— well done. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's not much more she could have said differently or better or worse, honestly. I think it was nice that she specifically outlined the kids who— Yes, you know what I, I mean? agree. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what Lori Laughlin does because I, I can't imagine her, like, pleading not guilty and going to trial over this because she's going to lose. Like, they literally have her on tape being like, they're like, so remember when you paid me for, like, getting your kid into college? And she was like, yeah, I remember. Like, <laughs> there, there's just no way. And, like, her sentence would obviously be less if if she takes a plea deal over, like, taking this to court and being found guilty at the end of a trial. So I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what she does. The reason that this case specifically, like, it would be it would be really fascinating regardless of who is involved. But the reason that it even adds another layer is because I can't think of two more, like, well liked actresses than Lori Loughlin right. and Felicity Hoffman. Like, they have never had anything against them. They even said in the article last week when they were like, yeah, Lori was at court and she was, like, signing autographs outside. She was kind of being her lovable self because that's all she knows how to do. Like, they don't know how to be the bad guys. Right, and now all of a sudden they are. And now all of a sudden they are. It would be so different if this was, like, someone who had been villainized in the past. Although, I don't know. I feel like with Lori Loughlin, there's a little bit of an act going on there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, she's an actress. It's what she does. But she's damn good at it. Yeah. She she's she's been- damn good at it. But I, I think there's, a, like, the—I the, I think the mom role, like, it, is who she is. But I think when she shows up to court, like, all smiles and signing autographs and, like, sweet, and, like, well, that's an act. Yeah, but I think also part of it is that you—the lines blur between act and reality when doing that act is your job for oh, so long. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. Of course, the second, um, you know, Lori has a statement, we will update you guys. But this happened and it was crazy. Okay, moving on to, I'm sure you're very excited about this one. So Beyonce's documentary is dropping on Netflix April 17th and it's called Homecoming. Do you want to intro this one? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so happy. First of all, do you know that Netflix only announced this like a couple of days ago? You know how Netflix will do this where they'll like have a documentary and they'll announce it like a year in advance and you have to wait like, it was literally the other day they were like, in two weeks, there's going to be a, a Beyonce documentary. Well, that just goes to, sh- that's just in general, like her, her power. Yeah, but she it's like so amazing. Like, I don't need to wait for anything. It's like the way that like, like um, Kim has, like Andy had the kid. Like yes. it was, yeah, tell me four weeks in advance and perfect. I don't have to wait or anything. Such a good analogy. I want to start doing that more. Can we start coming up with more analogies like <laughs> yeah. that of like other, yeah, that was a yeah, good one. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so the, the documentary is going to be about last year's Coachella performance. As you guys know, Beyonce was the first black woman to ever headline Coachella. Um, Her performance at Coachella was the most watched performance at Coachella and the most live streamed performance ever, like like of any event. 
What a it was fucking, fucking epic. I like. Did Did you ever see it? You yes. Ever, you no, saw yes, it. Yes, I did see it. No way. The whole thing. I swear. No on my way. Life. I swear. I didn't watch it live though. I watched it live. It was like the. It was like the craziest thing because I was still at school. I'm like, it was three a.m. because it was. It was um like in L.A. obviously or like in. California so we were all we live streamed it and we were all staying up it was like four o'clock in the morning like all of us in our pajamas sitting downstairs watching it it was fucking epic I mean she's she's a fucking legend so the trailer for the documentary dropped um and it's it's a voiceover of Maya Angelou um and it shows videos of like uh, Beyonce's rehearsal and the performance it's so fucking uh, you have no idea how first of all by the way I found like it's not like <laughs> it's not like a lot of people are excited because they haven't found it online since Coachella because YouTube took it down after Coachella. Like I found it online and like watch it probably once a month. No, you do. She's Julie will randomly snap. There's like a couple things she'll snap to me. It's like the no brainer video, just like watching Chance and yeah. like losing her mind. Um, the Beyonce video and Beyonce Super Bowl. Beyonce Super Bowl. Like any Sunday service. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple like that. But you just have Beyonce on Coachella was like the most iconic performance. So like I said, I said at the time, and I was like, I was like, we're gonna look back and talk about Beyonce at Coachella the way like our parents talked about the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show. No. It's true. It was an she. She's a legend. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna move on now to Justin Bieber because <laughs> there's just a lot going on with this guy right now. So a couple things. First of all, I want to talk about the whole Sean Mendez um, situation, and I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. But basically, a couple of days ago, we posted Sean Mendez posted a picture, and it was him on the cover of a magazine, and it wrote "The Prince of Pop." And Justin comments, hmm, going to have to break a few more records to dethrone my title there, bud, Canadian voice. But if you want, we can play hockey for it. I heard you're a real bender on the ice. We could just drop the buckets and tilt for it. That was so Canadian of you. So <laughs> but I, of me? Just you reading that was like the most off-brand thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was an out-of-body experience listening to you read that. No, I couldn't have done it any better. I would have done it worse, actually. But it was just weird listening to you do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then he gets like major backlash um, for this because people think that he's serious. So he responds to his comments that goes, there's no competition. It was a playful joke. People relax. There's no sides. We're all just here to make dope music. I'm just competitive as he is. So it was just a little playful jargon. And Sean Mendes then responds at Justin Bieber, LOL, anytime, any day, you just let me know. So we had first posted the first one with just Justin's original comment. And then like the next morning we woke up and saw this one. So we posted it as an update. And I have a lot to say about this. Okay, number one, I feel like people right now are really hating on Justin very hard. Yeah, but then they switch so easily. But then they, I was about to say, but then they switch so easily. It is so confusing being the account runner because we watch the comments roll in. And like, the interesting thing about us is that the, the comments are never really directed at us because we're kind of just posting the stuff. So we're really seeing like a very... I feel like a very um, objective view of people's views on celebrities. It's like we always say, Katy Perry, for example, yeah. had no idea had no idea people hated Katy Perry this much until we had this account. And we'd post something in the yeah, comments. I thought I was loaded it. <laughs> Just no, it's like, it's insane. So with Justin, we really get to see people's views on him change. So first of all, clearly he was kidding with that original comment. Do you guys really think that if he had a, like, a bone to pick with Shawn Mendes, it was going to be publicly on Instagram I in that fashion? people really don't get his like sense of humor or sarcasm. Also, the added layer to this, which can't be ignored, is the fact that clearly Sean and Haley had a fling. So people were like, oh my God, like he, it's like a backhanded thing because of Haley. He's married to Haley. There's did you think that even for a second? No, I, I, I knew people were gonna, I knew people were going to think, and I personally didn't think it. But I, I feel like I also got him pretty well. 
Yeah, on a, on a soul level. <laughs> the whole but when you say it, it's fine. <laughs> like, when I say it, it's like the most ridiculous thing. You you get everybody on a soul level. <laughs> Listen, when you go to therapy for that many years, I have more of a right to be. You can't just, like, that come out of left field. That's ridiculous. Like, that's one, ridiculous. You can't one day decide to, like, believe in souls and the universe and all this stuff when you do zero work on yourself. That's how I feel. It's but, like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That makes no sense. No, it's totally valid. My thing about it was that the article title or like the the cover of the magazine said Prince of Pop. So the part that I picked up on was when he was like, you're going to have to, you know, break more records to dethrone my title. It was like, oh, so you think you're the Prince of Pop. Like that was, that was true. That was Justin outwardly saying that he considers himself the Prince of Pop. Yeah, which I felt like we all collectively agreed that that was Justin Timberlake for a while. Uh, that's what I was Didn't you? Well, yeah, I was like, listen, Justin, I, I like you just as much as the next guy, but when did that happen? It's also kind of hard to choose. Like what? Like yeah. It is. There's a lot. It's like, you're all doing great. And then people were like, well, Sean has so much more music right now. Like, Justin hasn't dropped anything. How dare he? It, it was intense. Yeah, but like, I feel like current music shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. Like, not, this Elvis, is just- Elvis is the king of rock. He hasn't come out with anything <laughs> new in forever. <laughs> no, I, I obviously agree with you. I just thought people's reactions are bizarre. And can I tell you my hypothesis that I kind of came up with? Yes. I genuinely, this is not because of my own personal preference, I think that if Justin typed with better grammar, people would not hate him this much. Because if you read the comments, so it's many people all about are like, the grammar. how are you going to say all this? And you're not even going to use a comma. It's like, I totally get it. But it, it should, the fact that he never had a real education shouldn't really take away it from It shouldn't that. affect it at all. I'm telling you, I think in the public's view. Yeah. Go a little easy on him. We... Not you, no, I'm just no. the public. I, I agree with you, but I, he's not... <laughs> That's my fucking soulmate. <laughs> But he's not really necessarily helping his cause is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, it's, I feel like he just doesn't know. Like, like I think a lot of people are, are really like boldly assuming that he's purposely leaving out commas and periods. I just think he doesn't know how to use them at all. Yeah, and I think he doesn't right now in his life, he's not prioritizing that and that's fine. But it's, you know, you have to expect that when you're doing something to that many people, it's yeah. gonna, I don't know. Let's just let's just see what happens. So the second thing about Justin this week is he posts yesterday a picture of Haley. She's um, wearing a bra, and he writes this long poem, which like I'm not going to read it because it's just unnecessary. I thought you were going to read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But the, at the end, he writes, um, "Things all around us just get better with time. I fall more in love with you every day. You have walked hand in hand with me as I get my emotions, mind, body, soul intact. You have given me so much strength, support, encouragement, and joy." I just wanted to publicly honor you. I hope you have a great shoot today. Smiley face. Fun fact for anybody that didn't know, he posted this and then deleted it like 10 minutes after. We have both of the screenshots and we compared them and they're basically the same. The only thing I notice a difference in is, is there's like one has an exclamation point and one doesn't. Oh, I, I genuinely like paying attention to <laughs> he, he listening to, And he took it out. Like, he, he was listening like listening to the podcast. He was like, fuck <laughs> this shit. They're not giving them an exclamation point. <laughs> I really, I, I mean, like, I, I easily could have missed something because I didn't like do it that thoroughly. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, when when this thing happens, we like automatically, even before there's a comment, we screenshot it just to make sure that we have it. So we had that. Not, she still didn't comment. Julie texted me last night. I put it on her story. She was like, Haley not commenting on this is like sending a nude and not getting a reply. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, <laughs> like what was she just like not going to acknowledge that? It's the epitome of that like arrow on Snapchat, the yeah. opened arrow. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sound effect for that. Yeah. Like, literally, God forbid. Um I don't know. I think it was nice that he's publicly expressing his um, his devotion. I'd rather send a nude and not get a reply than write a poem and not get a reply. Yeah. It's more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I a thousand percent agree. Um, people were also like, people responded to our story and was like, yeah, but like, why does she have to publicly acknowledge this? If, if it was my relationship, I wouldn't want it so public. Okay, listen, when Justin Bieber writes an entire poem to his like 120 million followers about you, I'm sorry, a comment at this point isn't going to like maintain your, your uh, what's, what's the word, like privacy. Also, the poem was excellent. Like it should be publicly acknowledged. Did he write it? Yes, he wrote it. Do you want me to read it out loud? Yes. I think they're going to want it. Okay, guys. If you don't like it, just fast forward the next 15 seconds. But sunlight falls into the abyss just like <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> Should I do it? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can. It's like very, it's a lot of imagery. Um, he's he's apparently, he's getting in touch with his more. Um, he's very emotional. He is. And he said that. That's why we can never be together. You and him? Yeah. Forget about it. He'd like want to talk about things and he'd be like, not today. Yeah. Not today. Like, we never do. <laughs> Not today. It's been never days. <laughs> anyway, so that is that on Justin Bieber. Yes, we, for everybody that inboxes us about it, yes, we recognize that he's like a little bit on one and we're just riding it out with him and hoping for the best. I think he will be okay. Um, but let's just, let's just be kind to him. Okay, moving on to the fucking bop that is Old Town Road. Oh Not- my God, the song of the fucking summer it's going to be. Yeah, intro this. Okay, so Lil Nas X. <laughs> I like that little X at the end. Yeah, me too. It's like a little, it's like, I like it. Um, he comes out with the song Old Town Road, which is like, the only way I can describe it is trap country. We yeah, do. That's yes. how it's being described. And already on its own, a fucking bop. And it's on the Billboard charts, on the country charts. And Billboard takes it down, saying that it's not technically country, which like, it, it is. Like, it has all of, like, the makings of a country song, just, like, with a little bit of, like, trap in it. Yeah. Um, so people were, like, really, really upset that Billboard took it off the country charts. And Billy Ray Cyrus was like, literally, fuck this. And he was like, no, this belongs on the country charts. So he, like, got together with Lil Nas X and re-recorded the song. And it's even better with him on it. So much better. There is something so funny about hearing Billy Ray Cyrus be like Fendi, like Fendi Braun sports cars. Don't you think? It's so funny. The whole thing, it is so good. It's so good. First I've listened all, to it a million parents, times. And our parents Both love liked it. it. Yeah. I know. And that's crazy because they don't like anything. They don't like anything. It's such a good song. Billy, and also Miley, Trish, um, I mean, Tish, uh, Noah, all of the Cyruses were so proud of Billy. Yeah, they were so excited about it. There was the funniest it. meme, and it was like it was like a picture of like a girl looking out the window, and it's like Miley Cyrus watching the rap community openly, like open, uh, welcome her dad with open arms. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> funny. All of a sudden, like overnight, Billy Ray Cyrus becomes like a, a legend in like the millennial world. I know. And the song is is literally the number one song right now. Like it's, it's Billboard's number one song. It's just not in the country charts yet. Someone sent it to us and was like a picture of like Miley's story of Billy and was like, I know you guys are into older men. Um, what, what do you think about Billy or Cyrus? And we're just like, ain't no Quaid. Ain't no Quaid. But listen, <laughs> when I was watching like Hannah Montana in the older days, like he was hot then. Yeah. Just the long hair now, it doesn't really do it for me. No, but this was, it is true. Like think about the coolest move your dad could possibly make is like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucking epic. It's also iconic that he decided, like, he took it upon himself to be like, no, this deserves on the country charts, and if you're not going to get it there yourself, like, I'm going to make it happen. Even though it was literally an epic move, the song is incredible. It, it was like, it was a power move. It, it totally was. Also, I love when people inbox, I was like, I know you like older guys. It's like, how'd you know? <laughs> I love when they get us. Last night, I was, I was like, this is funny. Last night, I was watching The Nanny. Did you ever watch The Nanny yeah. when you were younger? I was like, oh, 
That's where it started. Mr. Sheffield, that's where the, don't you think that's where the dad fantasy started? Oh my God. Is that such a call? Yes. Yeah. Wow. What a call. Thank you. What made you, it just like hit you? I was watching it last night and I was like, oh, yep. That's I used to watch when I was little all the time. Now I want to keep thinking. This whole episode, I'm just going to think about other things throughout the years that made me, that like activated that in my mind. Like yeah. obviously Parent Trap. Quaid. Duh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay, moving on now to, this is totally a rumor. We have zero idea if this is true or not, but there's this rumor swirling that Angelina Jolie and Colin Farrell are dating. So they were seen together at the Dumbo premiere, which Colin is in. Um, they've known each other since 2004. This was when they started the movie Alexander together, and they did have a brief romance back then, but that was 15 years ago. Apparently, um, we know that you know Brad Pitt and Colin are friends, and apparently Brad's not happy. Again, I say all this allegedly because we really have no idea if there's any truth to this, but people were talking about it, so we're just going to tell you guys in case you hear about it. First of all, fucking hot couple. Yeah, that's, that'd be epic. I mean, Brad and Angelina are hot, but Colin and Angelina are almost equally as hot. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be hot together. Was this the sex tape that Justin was telling us to watch? The Colin Farrell sex tape, yeah. yes. I didn't watch it yet, did you? No, I didn't. I actually forgot about it. I pulled it off while we were. We are watching it in the Uber on okay. the way home. Poor Uber driver. <laughs> no, with headphones. headphones. Um, we have the to sound do off, sound off. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that meme of like when you're watching porn, you hear your parents walking up the stairs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, honestly, though, if that got me a one-star review on Uber, I'd, like, celebrate it. Like, fuck yeah, I was watching Colin Farrell's sex tape in the back in the backseat. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> done worse than an Uber. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, anyway, so I don't know. I have nothing else to say on that other than I really hope that that's true for the sake of, like, great genes, right? Not they're going to have kids, but just to watch them together. Yeah, no, it would be. <laughs> what do genes have to do with watching them together? Just, like, them both being hot? Yeah, them both having great genes. Okay. You know? <laughs> Um, okay, moving on to Gab Union and D-Wade's kids. They celebrate um, Pride in Miami. So this was in support of Dwade's 11-year-old son, Zion. And he posted a picture of Gab and Zion and captured it. We support each other with Pride. It was really, really it sweet. It was so sweet. Not that, like, obviously, it totally doesn't matter, gay, straight, whatever, but I just had no idea that he had an openly gay son that they— that this was, it was un- it was so cool to watch like how supportive the entire family was. Like they made it a day. Yeah, no, it was it was adorable, especially like watching Gab Union with with the the kid that's technically not her son, and I believe that's the son that was born. Remember, Gab Union bro- and D Wade broke up, and while they were broken up, Dwayne got someone else pregnant. I believe that's Zion. I don't know. I believe that. So it's like, it's like there's like another layer of obviously Gab Union is like this incredible mom to his kids. But like to see that with especially him, it's it's like, it's so sweet. It was really sweet. The, the um, older brother posted a picture of like the whole family. It, uh, Dwayne wasn't there though. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was out. But, but that's why else. it was like so sweet that Gab took his kids. Like, yeah. That is so, so sweet. And that kid, Zion, was having the time of his life. He was so happy. He, he was, was so, so happy. happy. It's just like, this is such a perfect example of, you know, you have a kid who at a young age comes out and there's really two different ways to take it. And like, this was a family that is showing a perfect example of how to really do that well. Like oh how to God, really embrace yeah. that child, make them feel so loved, so accepted because as there's nothing wrong with any of their sexual, like, you know what I mean? Also think about how many people like look up to Dwayne Wade and to see the way he's like supporting his son and, and doing that. It's like, so special. I think that's so important. I mean, so it's, important. It's kind of like, yeah, no, it really is. It's kind of like when Angelina got shit for um, Shiloh wearing 
like the clothes that Shiloh was wearing and at different premieres and stuff. And and Angelina was like, listen, Shiloh can wear whatever she wants. She was like, and she wants to be called John. Yeah. That was really like, that really paved the way, I feel like, for a lot of kids to like. That was huge when that happened. Huge. I mean, it wasn't like she, um, they came out and said like she's deciding to be transgender, but she was like, she's gender fluid kind of. And she's, and that's at such a young age too. That was, Yeah. That was an example, though. Like, those parents really did that well. Yeah. They really allowed her to— to Like, your kid knows what like what they want. Exactly. Like, listen to your kid. Yeah. Listen to your kid, not try to say, like, oh, it's just a phase. It's just, like, kind of ride the wave and whatever it is, it is. And I I just want to commend them. I totally agree. We love—we also love the Wades. Like, that's a thing. Oh, my God. How could you not, though? They're— They're so adorable, so sweet. Such a hot couple, also. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um— Moving on to another half of a very hot couple, J-Lo. So she dropped her music video for Medicine, which just everything she does. Like the fact that this woman is 49 is beyond me. I don't know if you guys watched the video or if not, you definitely should. She's just iconic in every single thing she does. Like, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. She is. No, there's no one like her. There's no one that does it the way she does. A-Rod uploaded this video. If you didn't watch it, I, I'm telling you, pause this right now and, and watch it. He Instagrammed a video of her. She's in a sports bra and like pajama pants. Dancing, not to that song. It was a, a, to a different song. Like a Cardi remix. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. She is 49. No, 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 no. It was unbelievable. Yeah, no. There is, first of all, there's no hotter couple. And like, he knows it. Like, it's not even like he's like, we're a hot couple. It's like, she's so hot. How do I get to be with her? And we're like, let me tell you something, A-Rod. You can get it too. <laughs> I know. There's a, there's a, um, you just see her rhythm and the way she moves. It, it's really unbelievable. Wait, this is funny. Sometimes we Google like comments by celebs because um, the Google alerts don't really work. Because so. we're conceited. <laughs> no, I just want to see the news articles and what posts were written up because every day there's a lot. And I don't know, if, I didn't even tell you this. There was a news article. It's like, A-Rod and the baseball emoji. He uses it a lot. Do you think he knows what it means? And it was like a lot of our posts where it was like he comments like the baseball emoji. Heart, 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 baseball emoji. <laughs> They're like, and it was it was so funny. This article, I can't believe I forgot I to send it to you. It was, I should put it on our story. It was like all these different um, options as to what it is. It's like, is he talking about his balls? Does he really just like baseball? Does he not know he's using it? Like, he just literally loves baseball. Like it's like, it's literally pictures of J-Lo and it's like, heart, 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 fire emoji, fire emoji, baseball, another heart, fire emoji. And it's like, <laughs> what's that? What is that baseball doing there? It has nothing to do with anything. But someone wrote an entire article and we were cited. How fucking hilarious. It is really fucking funny. Um, Okay, moving on to another very well-known couple, which is Jeff and Mackenzie Bezos. Guys, holy shit. They finalized their divorce. So she gets 25% of their Amazon shares, making her worth $35.6 billion and becoming the fourth richest woman in the world. She has a 4% stake in Amazon and Jeff has a 12% stake. I need to read you guys her statement because it was excellent. Like, it's the classiest thing I've ever It's the classiest heard. statement that um, I've ever heard in terms of divorce in recent history. She writes, Grateful to have finished the process of dissolving my marriage with Jeff with support from each other and everyone who reached out to us in kindness and looking forward to the next phase as co-parents and friends. Happy to be giving him all of my interest in the Washington Post and Blue Origin and 75% of our Amazon stock, stock plus voting control of my shares to support his continued contributions with the teams of these incredible companies. Excited about my own plans. Grateful for the past as I look forward to what comes next. The reason this was so, like, I'm not going to say this was the classiest divorce statement of all time because we've definitely heard, like, 
other ones that are equally as amicable. Like it's Jenna just, and, and, Ch- and Channing. It's just the the conditions in which they got divorced under, like, it was incredibly, incredibly, like, mature and classy for, for that. Like, it was so—their divorce was so public. He, like, honestly, like, humiliated her a little bit with, like, this whole cheating scandal, the text, like, the dick pics, everything. And it's, like, for her to release that statement— well, the reason that the reason that I thought it was so outstanding was because this to me was like the opposite of the greed that we so commonly see. She could have milked this guy for every single thing that she w- that he was worth. And she was like, "You know what? I'm going to take my uh, 35.6 billion dollars and just chill." She could have she could have waited a little Let me tell more. you something. She is my hero. I've never been so excited for a divorce in my life. No, she's a fucking hero, but I'm just saying she, think about what she could have done if she wanted to. I know. I guess if if, if she would like $35.6 billion, I think she realizes, like, okay, I don't need to drag this over, like, for more. As she should, and as, like, all of us listening are like, oh, my God, are you kidding? I'd be thrilled with $1 billion, See, but- I was like, I would have dragged it. Like, <laughs> I would have dragged it out of spite, though. Yeah, see, that is why you need to go to therapy. Why? <laughs> because you want to—if you were in this situation, you would want to be looked at like her. Like, she looks like the hero. She looks so classy, so elegant, so sophisticated. But he cheated on her. She can do anything and still look fine. If she had dragged him for everything she was worth, people would still be like, yeah, she fucking deserves every penny. But it's not about the public perception of it, though. It's more so like, how does she feel internally? She can walk away knowing that she handled this with, with grace, I feel. I could walk away internally knowing— <laughs> I can't Whatever. You just wait until after my first divorce. <laughs> You're going to be sorry. I just can't believe we're such good friends sometimes. Like, I can't believe we are literally best friends and we have such different outlooks on things. Yeah, but that that works. It does Do work. You, you want to know why it works? Why? Because, yes, she's a Scorpio, but she has a Cancer moon. <laughs> oh, thank God. No, honestly, Scorpios get so much shit. It's so unfair. I know, but it's okay. It's, it's not. It's not okay. It is okay. We're good people. You have the Libra rising, so it is okay. Anyway, congratulations to Mackenzie. I am um, yeah, you're really happy hero. for you. Yeah, My kids are going to write like their book reports on Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie yeah, seriously. <laughs> also, not that we follow this that closely, but I think we have to talk about the Spencer Pratt drama that Crazy. happened. Crazy. You actually found this out. I didn't even know about this until you sent me the link. Yeah, all in a day's work. <laughs> do you want to intro it or do you want me to? No, please, can you? I introed so many things today. <laughs> She's so lazy, you guys. Like, you don't know Oh, really? Do. Because I've never even seen you get up to get your own water bottle. Julie, are you kidding? <laughs> okay. Um, so Spencer's sister, Stephanie, publicly for the first time spoke out against him and Heidi. So everybody had kind of thought that they made peace because of her roles in the Hills reboot. Because as as you know, they've been previewing that a lot and we see her in it. But apparently that is not the case. So she spoke about her relationship with Heidi and Spencer on um, her podcast, The Prattcast, which is co-hosted by Wells Adams. So I'm going to read this quote because it's really interesting, even if you don't care that much about this. She writes, No one knows the real Heidi. Before the Hills, new beginnings, my mom, my brother, and I all sat down and we said, we will not let this ruin our family again. She added, I'm done. I don't care. I'm not protecting them anymore. According to Stephanie, she would have had an epic relationship with her brother, but Heidi is the one who makes things difficult. She goes, I'm not going to pretend that Spencer and Heidi are good people like I was doing for most of the series for my parents. For for the shit they've done to me recently, I'm done. This is why I moved to London. I'm done. They are the most toxic people I've ever met. They are Bonnie and Clyde till they die. So if they say the sky is black, all of us are morons for saying it's blue. Heidi doesn't want Spencer to have a relationship with anyone but her. And you know what? That's fine. I don't want a relationship with Spencer anymore. Gunner, which is their kid, I will miss that. I will miss the fact that I'm going to miss out on the cutest, cutest little boy's early years, but it's not worth it. God damn. Yeah, that's some shit. That's some shit. I had no idea. I knew they didn't really get along, um, but I, I didn't realize it was this bad. I guess I'm always shocked when people are like, 
publicly fighting with their siblings. Yeah, I mean, no. This is my thing about it. It's like, think about back in the day. Heidi was the villain. You remember? Yeah, of course. And she— then it, that kind of like went away somehow. I guess once I felt like the public perception of her had, had kind of. Switched. But the public perception of her, in my opinion, changed so much because Spencer became very lovable. Yes, he, the combination of like the, him posting the kid, him posting the hummingbirds, him posting the videos of like the gossip magazines, and being so in it, like he was a fan. People started to really like him. He had this huge presence now. He has a crystal business now, like all of these things. And I think she kind of rode that wave with him. Yeah, and she. I mean by all means, seemed likable. There was nothing that, like, it's hard because I guess when you're not filming a reality show, you're able to control your perception of yourself. Like, when you're in your own little bubble and all you're letting the public see is, like, here are the Snapchats of my son. Here's the Snapchats of me and my wife. Here are us doing crystals. It's, like, you can kind of control what the the public thinks about you. So once you start filming a reality show where you're on camera 24-7 and and things are going to come up, it's kind of like this whole perception they built of themselves is kind of crashing around around them now because people are like, okay, so maybe what we were seeing on Instagram and Snapchat isn't the whole truth. I know. I'm really curious to see how this plays out. I wonder, did you know if Spencer responded to this? I didn't see anything. No, not that I know of yet. I want to know. I mean, I like him. We've Anytime we've interacted with him, he's been nothing but kind. Yeah, I think that also um, familial drama is different than like liking somebody. Like, like whatever issues she has with him, I think are obviously very deep-rooted in their family and doesn't mean that he's a a bad person, even though she's kind of completely. And I, I actually think that from what it sounded like from her statement, she made it sound like Heidi's the bad person. Spencer's kind of like been brainwashed in a way. So I don't know. I'm really, really curious how this plays out. I guess when, I guess when you have like, and I assume that her and, and Spencer had a close relationship growing up. And I think that when someone else comes in the middle of that, it, it, you see them as a worse person than they probably are. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the sister, the sister-wife relationship is always tricky. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Came out of left field because we honestly had no idea anything bad was. Brother sister relationships are interesting, also. Yes, very interesting. They're really interesting. There's so many of those. We should do an episode on. We should do sibling an episode relationships. on sibling relationships in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Like everything from like the Jessica Simpson, you know, uh, Jessica uh, and Ashley uh, Simpson, Nikki, Nikki in Paris. Yeah. Nicole and Sophia. Nicole and Sophia, shut the fuck up. We have to do this. Don't okay. forget. Please don't forget. I won't. No, we I have will. to. We, yeah, you will. <laughs> Benji, Benji and Joel. Uh, what's one more? Good one. While we're, while we're thinking. Yeah. Um, shit, I'm so on the spot. Will Smith's kids. Yeah, but what? think about like um, Hillary and Haley Duff. Yeah. Oh my God, we're doing this. All the Jonas Brothers. All the Jonas Brothers. Would you guys be into this? If you would be into this, can you let us know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think they probably have to be. Either DM us or... I think I should plug this. Remember, commonsbyslubspod at gmail.com. Definitely email because we really read them. I've tried to respond. It's so hard, but I read them all. So please do so. Okay, we are going to transition to our award ceremony, which is really good this week. But first, I want to take a minute to tell you guys about ritual. So we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And this is when... 
Ritual comes in. So this is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough from our food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. There's no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. It's also literally too easy to take capsules, and they provide nine nutrients that you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I don't know if you guys have seen these on Instagram, but it's the, the clear bottle that has these little capsules with like almost like little yellow pellets in it, um, and they're multivitamins, and we tried them. We really liked them. Um, so they basically— it's a multivitamin reimagined. So from D3 to omega-3, Ritual's Essentials for Women help fill the gap in a woman's diet. It's Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s, which like we talked about last time, it's so true. If you've ever taken an omega-3 or a fish oil, it has that like very intense smell that you immediately smell when you open the bottle. And I think that putting a mint tab in there was a very smart move on their part because when we opened it, we both said to each other, I said last time, like, ooh, so minty. Um, and we both tried these. We like them. It's, it's so easy. It's two capsules. Like it's just, you know, if you make it part of your day. My favorite thing about this um, is that it's delivered. So it's a subscription that's easy to start and it's also easy to snooze. So it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients that your body needs delivered every month, no strings attached. Personally, I do a lot better when things are at my door as opposed to having to like go out and get them. Not that I won't, but it definitely contributes to staying motivated. So if you are at all like that, this may be a good option for you. Um, so again, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Just visit ritual.com slash women travel to start your trial today. Again, that's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash women travel. Okay, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, there are two things you probably know about me. The first is that I am a diehard OG Skims fan. Like there have literally been times where we've had to pause a recording because a certain product dropped that I needed to buy. And second of all, you know, historically, I kind of just never wear a bra. So what we're talking about here is kind of merging those two things. Because listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm never going to be a daily bra wearer. It's just not in the cars for me. Never has been, never will be. However, there's recently been more events and I've kind of had a lot of weddings and just there's sometimes you got to wear a bra. And when I tell you, Skims is changing the game for me because that same comfort that I talk about with the underwear or the loungewear, they did that with the bras. And recently in the past month, I've worn the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra and the no-show balconette bra. I had to wear that one to a wedding under a dress. And like, it was the first time in my life where number one, I wasn't miserable. And second of all, I didn't come home and just like immediately want to take it off, which I'm telling you is a foreign concept for me. They're just so comfortable. It's like, I really felt like I was wearing nothing. I'm, I'm such a fan of everything that they make. So I guess it makes total sense that I love the bras, but like, I'm telling you, you will have the same experience. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. Definitely do that. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the dropdown menu that follows. Okay, let us transition now to our award ceremony. This is the part of the episode where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the week. I'm excited for this week. I don't know if you noticed, but I um I switched around the way we usually do it and I put the clap back first. Yes, and I think that that was a very smart idea and I know exactly why you did it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, two nominees for best clapback. We're going to start with Rihanna. So Rihanna posted a video of her new Fenty bronzer campaign and someone comments, okay, now can you please go back to singing? And she responds, I love how y'all tell me what to do. It's great. And then someone else comments, annoyed. We want the album, sis. And she writes, well, this is bronzer. <laughs> 
I fucking love her. You know I love her. Yeah, I don't know why. When a Rihanna clapback comes in, I get into that really annoying mode where I freak out on you to format it like immediately. Yeah, but I had already formatted it this time. Yeah, I was so proud of you. By the way, just something. So this is a hilarious thing to to like know about the account behind the scenes. For some reason, anytime any like major news breaks, it's always when I'm getting a gel manicure. Always like when Justin and Haley got engaged, my hands were in the UV thing. When Rihanna claps back, my hands were in the UV thing. So what happens is I'm voice noting into my phone. I'm having the nail lady press it for me. Julie can't understand what I'm saying. I'm freaking out. It's a very stressful moment that I wish could be televised. Which maybe one day we, we because will. the issue with you is except, like Justin and Haley thing aside, like especially with the Rihanna one, it's like you have this idea in your head that like it has to be posted like it has to be within a minute of it and it's like we're we're the only ones that do this <laughs> we can wait 10 minutes <laughs> but are we like you never know yeah, yeah I'm 98 percent <laughs> sure that we're the only ones that really do this I know um so that was that was nominee number one Number two was Oprah. So Oprah posted a picture of her and Maya Angelou, and she writes, Maya would have been 91 today. This is my favorite picture of us. Even in death, I feel the unbroken continuity of her mother-sister friendship, referenced in the Henry Scott Holland uh, canon death is nothing at all. So someone comments, Miss Angelou, Miss Angelou, do you, Oprah? You have no license to call her Maya. She will always be Miss Angelou. And Oprah responds, she actually gave me permission after the second or third visit to her home to call her Maya. Believe me, I've witnessed when other folk did not have that permission. Oh shit, Oprah. First of all, like obviously she Oprah's winning clapback of the week here. There, I love Rihanna so much, but the fact it's our dream. Like, could you have dreamed up something better than to get an Oprah clapback? No, not in a million years. In a million years. And also like Oprah Maya Angela, it's just so iconic. And also, in this picture, I don't know if you guys saw it, literally Oprah's like head is in Maya's lap. Do you think that at that point she's not allowed to call her Maya? Yeah, I think it, I think it's chill at that point. Like what I wanted to say to this guy was like, it's Miss Winfrey to you. Yeah, like fucking Miss Winfrey is right. That's what we should make the title of this episode. It's Miss Winfrey to you. Oh, I like that. We wanted to make the title. This is why we can't come up with titles until we record. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, anyway, so congratulations, Oprah. Not that you need our congratulations, but you are the recipient for this week's best clapback of the week. And please do it more because it was so much fun to document. Um, which leads us right into... Yeah, which is a perfect segue into the funniest. So there were two nominees. Um the first is John Mayer. This is incredibly meta because his comment was on the Oprah clapback post. So he comments, when Oprah claps back, look down. One of her hands is, in, is your face. Now look in the mirror. That's right. You have seven Oprah hands for a face. You're tripping. This is due to the dusting of neurotoxins released from the clap. You will wake up at the job you had in high school, but at the age you are today. In your pocket, you will find a note that says, do better. <laughs> There's, oh my God. How do you even come up with that? Like, No, I don't know. His, his mind works in crazy ways, and um, it was hilarious. We got this sent to us so many fucking times. Yeah, how could we not? Like, how could people not send that? Yeah. It has to be real—when it when it's a comment on our post, it has to be really good for us to repost it because um, we just feel like it's kind of conceited, I feel like. Yeah, almost it, as conceited as talking about Googling ourselves consistently. <laughs> but not ourselves. We do it for the news article. Anyway, Um but this was too good. We had to. And the second nominee is Taylor Swift. So uh, ET Canada tweeted, the driver of a stolen car crashed into the gates of Taylor Swift's Rhode Island home after leading police on a wild car chase. And and Taylor comments, nothing good starts in a getaway car. Obviously, for anyone unaware, that's a reference to a, a song lyric. Very good. Funny. Totally love to see Taylor. She, yeah, even- obviously, we're not giving it to Taylor. <laughs> Let's not like, no, 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 no. <laughs> obviously not going to Taylor. Sorry. I mean, I think John Mayer is the clear winner here. Would you agree? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Congratulations, John. You are the recipient for this week's funniest comment of the week. Quite frankly, it was really nice of us to even throw Taylor into the running. So you're welcome. <laughs> 
Okay, let us transition now to our Kardashian recap. As you guys know, yesterday we did a whole recap of the episode, but there's some other things that happened in the world that for those of you that care about this stuff, you will care about this. Um, first of all, Travis and Kylie on vacation. Hot, hot. She posted a picture of them in the water. Um, we posted this because Kendall commented, like, who took this picture, Stormy? And she was like, self-timer, baby. I've always been curious. Like, how they get... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, there's, like, so many pictures, like, not even, like, of them, just, like, on the internet, where I'm like, who the who- fuck took it? I was watching this video today of this guy and his girl. This is so off topic, but this guy and his girlfriend fighting, and the girl's like, did you have sex with her? And he was like, yeah, I did. What does the text say? I'm like, who took this video? Yeah, who took it's it? It's from the other side. And it's like, literally, it was just like on the internet. But I like, I always wonder. I always wonder. I love when they tell us the behind the scenes, like yeah, parts about too. it. Well, it's good to know that it was self-timer. Also, what it, the phone had to be propped up on something because the angle was too good for it not to be. Um, in other Kylie news, she dropped her setting spray. Also, I have a feeling she kind of like made reference. <laughs> what? I didn't realize for a second, like it took me a second to realize that like she came out with her own setting spray and I was like, in other colors, and like she dropped her setting spray. I was like, are you about to like make a news story about her dropping her setting spray on the ground? Like, and, like, and it cra- spilled all over the place. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> setting spray cracks all over. <laughs> um, no, so she dropped the setting spray and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she's been posting a lot of pictures where she's like made reference to her skin AKA something is happening. There's a skin line coming out. I don't know. And I'll fucking use it, obviously. (laughs) I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but someone posted a really interesting thing, which was in light of Courtney's whole like poosh thing launching. And, you know, she talks a lot about clean ingredients and stuff. Someone posted and it was like, is Courtney going to talk about the fact that Kylie, like her sister's makeup line is filled with toxins? I don't know. I don't read the ingredients, but it was just like a very interesting thing. They were like, how is Courtney going to promote all this clean stuff and then at the same time promote Kylie's things? It is interesting. It is interesting. I don't know. It's the loyalty of sisterhood. Personally, for me, I'm such a believer in, like, I, I think that there's a lot to be said for doing certain things to um, monitor what goes inside your body. But there are a couple things, like, I'm not using natural makeup. I'm, I know that there are natural nail care brands. Like, I know it. But I'm still going to get my gel once every 14 days. Like, it's just not going to change. Yeah. No, it's just, there are some things that are just not doable. And, like, uh, one of the things is, like, yeah, there are a lot of organic brands for a lot of things, but I just don't find that most of them are as good as the ones that are filled with toxins. Right. Some of them are. Like, for example, laundry detergent. Absolutely. I will never use Tide again. Like, I I use that natural one. But, listen, when there's, like, an amazing Becca highlighter, I'm going to use it. I don't know. It probably has some shit in it. Yeah, and my skin never really reacts. No. Um, you're lucky with that one. Yeah, I'm blessed. Except for right here. <laughs> you see that? Um, also— this was really interesting. So as you guys know, we kind of do like continued coverage of Jordan Woods just because we're so <laughs> interested in what's going on with her. And her mom, so her mom posted this, I'm going to read this to you guys. Apparently there's merch being sold that's a picture of Jordan on Red Table Talk with her quote that says, I don't need your situation, referring to Chloe. And people are selling it everywhere. So her mom posts the picture and writes, we are well aware that many people have been selling merch. If you are aware of any company selling merchandise and trying to benefit from our situation, please tag them below. We would like for the world to know that we have not authorized any of this and have not profited from any of these sales whatsoever. Thank you for all the support and love. Hashtag team, I got this. Interesting. Very. Very. This is what I was saying before. Elizabeth Woods is not to be, like, forgotten about. She, yeah. She's, I mean, she's a mom and a manager. Like, we all know how that goes. We all know how that goes. Exactly. Interesting that people were selling the shirts. Smart. Definitely smart. Also smart of her, though, to clarify that she's not benefiting off of it. Definitely. It needed to be clarified. Because I think a lot of people thought she was. Yeah. And that would have been like, 
that would have been, been sus as fuck. Yeah, as <laughs> as fuck. Um, also, just not that this is news, but I just want to touch on it. Kim's sunglass launch. <laughs> I lo- I wanted one of those faces. She always does herself. Like I'm not even saying. I thought it was. Here's the thing. People can say like it's so narcissistic. It's so conceited. It's so all these things. Yeah, maybe. But also, you're storing it, so it's doing the exact job that right. it's intended to do. Every single person now has Kim Kardashian's face on her on them. The funniest thing was was Chrissy's story of her mom, and she's like, "We can't take off these faces. Like we've been walking around the house in them all day, yeah, which no. is fucking hilarious." We will know that we've made it in the world of this when we receive a Kim Kardashian press box. Yeah. Right. I would, oh my God, I would never take her face off my face. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> also, someone emailed us and was like, would you guys ever do a bonus episode on all of the work that you think the Kardashians have had done? They're like, not in a gossipy sense, like really respectful. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> not until I get everything done on myself and then can review it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't just because there's so much that we don't know about. And whatever the work is, in my personal opinion, I think that it was good work and I don't feel like I'm at all qualified. It would be interesting to have like a plastic surgeon kind of dissect it, but I just don't feel like we're qualified enough to do so. Let's get Dr. Orion on. That would be... Do you actually want to try to do that? Fuck yes. Not, not, to, not to dissect their work, because I don't think he would do it, but just like to talk about work in Hollywood in general. Yeah, and I think that it would be really nice if he gave us a little Botox afterwards. Yeah, but forget about a discount if he even got us in. Yeah. He's so, yeah. Yeah, it would be, I, I think that like if we did like a little podcast Botox, like injections at the same time, that would that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that would be interesting. That's a really good idea. Thank you. I don't think there's any of this was this week was kind of quiet in the world of Kardashian aside from the things that we discussed yesterday. So there's not too much to touch no, on. Not a ton. Um, that's kind of it for that. So again, we will not have the bonus episode on Thursday because Justin isn't coming anymore, but we're gonna have it with him. Don't you worry. Um, we will see you guys next week. I'm trying to think if there's any other major things. Oh, I want to touch on this for like a half a second. Oh God, what? I'm not going to name any names, but we receive um, an overwhelming amount of inboxes about the fact that some uh, news publications kind of like use our posts without crediting us. And I don't mean our actual posts, like not, I don't mean not, not embedding it, but we'll um, make posts that look very similar to ours and not, and not credit us. And we totally understand comments are public knowledge. Like they're out there for the world to see. It's not like we have right over that. We have the right over our actual picture because we spent the time to format it. But of course, comments are public. But I just, for the hundreds of you that inbox us, yes, we're very well aware of it. And it's kind of like imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So I guess that's what we're going with, right? Definitely. I have nothing else to say on it other than we're very much aware of it. And uh, listen, we got to it first. So yeah, (laughs) that's all for that. Anyway, guys, um, Remember, keep emailing us. We want to hear your thoughts on everything on the episode, things you want us to discuss. Comments by celebspod at gmail.com. We will put in the description also the phone number that you can call in for the voicemail because we love hearing your voicemails and we do listen. And uh, we will see you next week. Remember, you can get this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like, Generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. 
Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.